when your cold friends say he did nothing wrong, tell them to read the first 15 pages of the indictment. Looking at Instagram memes. If you live here in a trailer and are sending money to a guy who lives here with a pool and a mansion to help him pay his bills, then this is for you, sucker. How a whites-only group plans to turn rural Tennessee into its homeland. Acts of True Folk Assembly, AFA, purchased a nearly 70-acre property. Central Tennessee that they plan to use as a headquarters. Cade Watch investigation found an exclusively white form of pre-Christian Norse and Germanic religions that the SPLC refers to as neo-folkish with 31 chapters in the U.S. Extensive ties to the white power movement. Some have marched among neo-Nazis, white nationalists, Klansmen, and others at the deadly 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. All this crap about a MAGA having a civil war for Trump is bullshit. First, they're basically cowards. Second, they're too broke to travel. Third, they're too dumb. And fourth, a few fire hoses with a little vaccine or LGBTQ and DNA mix will make them run. <laughs> Memes are great on I think Cannon should not preside over the Trump trial. Of course not. Duh. Boots. Boot.
It's mighty suspicious to me that uh, she was chosen supposedly at random. So chances of that are pretty slim. Jerusalem Post. Putin Zelensky is not Jewish. Jewish people. How come American go to other countries and wipe out evil people but can't get rid of the KKK right here? To Dale Ho to the Southern District, New York Cork seat. Let's go to um, Lincoln Project. Good morning, Donald. I see from your postings on Truth Social that once again the Lincoln Project has gotten into your tiny Sue tiny him for world. defamation. Your people in 22, beat you in 2020. Just leave me alone. So many people lying to your face and making deals with Jack Smith. Any less, out and breath. Just leave me alone. So many people lying to your face and making deals with Jack Smith. Hi, Dad. What the hell is that? Thank you. We've always taken on a... President Trump is a 76-year-old man. He is not an impressionable, impressionable child. You can't escape accountability by kicking, screaming, or denying reality this time. Rule of law still means something in America, even if it's just a meaningless term in this MAGA bubble. Vladimir Putin looks at the 2024 election as the only way he's going to win in Ukraine. Either Donald Trump wins and pulls back U.S. support, and Vladimir Putin has this Hail Mary last minute escape from the fate of having mismanaged every aspect of this war in Ukraine. Um, or he's got his own problem. You know, if, if, if Trump loses and Biden's there and the West remains unified, Ukraine continues to push forward. At some point, the people of Russia are going to say, mm, I got a problem here. Put a bounty on his head. Looks at the 2024 election. Put a bounty on his head. And uh, send him to the Hague. What's this? and spies. That's you, Donald. 
an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. This historic and important document paints a damning picture Struck of a justice, fucking with a pussies. disregard for the nation's most closely held. I said, obstruct justice, the Justice Department are a bunch of PABs. Trump is trying to overthrow the government, which is treason. Try him for treason. Violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. This historic and important document paints a damning picture of a former president with a reckless disregard for the nation's most closely held secrets. The conversation that Trump allegedly had about sensitive military documents, texts between his employees about the boxes of documents, and the descriptions of the documents that he allegedly hid in a shower, in his bathroom, and at a Mar-a-Lago ballroom. Our laws that protect national defense information are critical the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. The Espionage Act has been used to go after traitors and spies. Trump has gone to a famous place that all Republican candidates, actually probably Democratic candidates, go as well. That's the picture over your um, brilliant words. We don't need to see that anymore. We know where he is. The folks in the control room, I don't need to see any more of that. He, this, he's trying to turn this in. He's trying to turn it into a spectacle, into a campaign ad. That's enough of that. We've seen it already. Uh, let's go over again the 37 charges that Donald Trump is facing. And that's how you do it. How to cover Donald Trump in 2023, don't. Trump has gone to a famous place that all Republican candidates, actually probably Democratic candidates go as well. That's the picture over your um, brilliant words. We don't need to see that anymore. We know where he is. The folks in the control room, I don't need to see any. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I would take it Hostile the White take now over. mine. I can do with it what I wanted. All this intelligence stuff, it doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself, to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I've taken the White House. It's now mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. And because I'm president, the whole government is now mine. And all this intelligence stuff, it doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. 
And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself, to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I've taken the White House. It's now mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. And because I'm president, the whole government is now mine. And all this intelligence stuff, it doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself, to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I've taken the White House. It's now mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. And because I'm president, the whole government is now mine. And all this intelligence stuff, it doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself, to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I've taken the White House. It's now mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. And because I'm president, the whole government is now mine. And all this intelligence stuff, it doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I've taken the White House. It's now mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. And because I'm president, the whole government is now mine. And all this intelligence stuff, it doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself, to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I've taken the White House. It's now mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. And because I'm president, the whole government is now mine. And all this intelligence stuff, it doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself, to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. You know, it's like, oh, I've taken the White House. It's now mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. And because I'm president, the whole government is now mine. And 
All this intelligence is gone. It doesn't serve a purpose for the country. It serves a purpose for him. And all he wanted to do was use the assets of the United States to enrich himself, to strengthen himself, to make himself look better, to make himself feel better about himself, to have tools to use against his enemies. Donald Trump viewed the presidency as kind of uh, an acquisition. The GOP is continuing to circle their wagon around twice impeached, twice indicted Donald Trump. MAGA does not care about the rule of law. They embrace the clear con men and likely felon because they idolize him. Just who they are on their best days. I noticed something today that fascinated me about the, about the race. I'm going to step away from the arraignment for a second. Yeah. No labels, our old friends at No Labels, mm -hmm. who are, are a, a pro-Republican super PAC, funded by Republican billionaires, funded by the same people who are funding Ron DeSantis, by the way. Correct. And I want to just make that assertion again. Nancy Jacobson's organization is funded by the same billionaires. No Labels is funded by the same billionaires funding Ron DeSantis. The same billionaires giving Ron DeSantis hundreds of millions of dollars are giving Nancy Mace millions and millions and millions, or Nancy Mace, Nancy Jacobson and No Labels millions and millions of dollars. Now, why is that important? Because today No Labels gave the game away. They came out and they said, well, if Trump's not the nominee and it's DeSantis, we'll step back and stop and stop campaigning. We won't campaign against Ron DeSantis. This is an amazing, amazing, amazing tell. This is like their fifth excuse for why they're doing all this. Mm -hmm. And it tells you what you really need to know about No Labels. The billionaire class of Republicans absolutely, passionately, desperately want Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump. They'll get all the tax cuts and none of the criminality, okay? But the fact that No Label sells itself to the press and to Washington, D.C. people and to, and to donors all across the country, small donors especially, we're just centrists, we're moderates. We want people to get along and work together. We, we, just, we want to have bipartisan civility once again. Oh, you're going to support the noted centrist Ron DeSantis, right. the most anti-LGBT governor in the, in the United States of America, a, a governor who has spent months, months, pissing on Walt Disney Company for imaginary horseshit, while he will not condemn the growing tidal wave of Nazis, white supremacists, Klansmen, etc., who are marching publicly in the state of Florida every day now, who are out in the open every day mm -hmm. now. A guy who has been so petty and vindictive and turned the power of government so many times against his political opponents that it astounds the mind. A guy who has forced members of his administration to raise money for the campaign... Get that, listen to that again. Of government officials are being forced to raise money for Ron DeSantis' campaign for president. The corruption, the venality, the extremism, that's no labels in a nutshell. They don't care. They are a Republican super PAC. Nancy Jacobson is a Republican activist and operative. They're going to try to elect Donald Trump, and if, fails, if that fails, they'll elect Ron DeSantis. They don't care. They peeled back the layers today. You saw behind the curtain, and it is ugly. Mm -hmm. I'll have more to say about this, Tara, as you can yes. imagine. 
No, yeah. well, it's important because no labels has a lot of influence, and a lot of people yes. were, you know, they 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 are very well funded, and this idea of a third party run, they're they're preying on the the appetite in this country for a third party because they're pissed off at both Democrats and Republicans. Right. So people, it sounds great, except that in practice, it's not practical right now the way our our election system is structured a third party will never never work in the near future a lot of things structurally have to change for that and given who they're supporting behind the scenes to your point what you just late laid out it helps donald trump and other extremists yep. like ron desantis it helps right. the republicans if it's, if it's ron desantis and your argument is that joe biden is an extremist and ron desantis isn't right that is the most mendacious, psychotic, bizarre assertion I think you could possibly make. And and this is really comes down to the fact that Nancy Jacobson and Mark Penn, her husband, run no labels. It's a cash cow for them. They make a lot of money. They make enough money, by the way, so that they have a tunnel under their house to the house across the street from them that holds their collect million dollars of art. That's how much money they make. Yeah. And, well, you know. and these people, these people are willing to burn down America. You know why? Because Hillary Clinton fired Mark Penn and Barack Obama refused to hire him. Right. Well, that's what this whole psychodrama is about. But there's no labels is supporting Ron DeSantis. Clear as a bell. They said it on the record today. Yeah, they They'll did. They'll pull out of the race if Ron DeSantis is the, is the Republican nominee. And I hope that people pick up on this because obviously it's getting lost in the tidal wave of news over the right. historic indictment of Donald Trump federally. It's a tremendously important story, a folks. huge story. I think, I think that the Washington intelligentsia and the Beltway media will continue to pick up on this story because it's a juicy one. And it, and, and, People like us and others that are in this fight that find what they're doing so mendacious that um, we're not going to let that go. Let's not forget that Ron DeSantis just passed a six-week abortion ban in Florida. Six right. weeks. So Democrats you know, are okay. You know, Moderates are okay with a six-week abortion ban. No, they're not. No, they're not. That is an extremist position. Even people who are Republicans are not comfortable with a... Not comfortable with the what? I noticed something today that fascinated me about the. Is funded by the same billionaires funding Ron DeSantis. The same billionaires giving Ron DeSantis hundreds of millions of dollars are giving Nancy Mace millions and millions and millions. Mm -hmm. Nancy, Mace, Nancy Jacobson and No Labels millions and millions of dollars. What is No Labels? Now, why is that important? Because today No Labels gave the game away. They came out and they said, well, if Trump's not the nominee and it's DeSantis, we'll step back and stop and stop campaigning. We won't campaign against Ron DeSantis. This is an amazing, amazing, amazing tell. This is like their fifth excuse for why they're doing all this. Mm -hmm. And it tells you what you really need to know about no labels. The billionaire class of Republicans the fuck is no labels? absolutely, passionately, desperately wants Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. They'll get all the tax cuts and none of the criminality, okay? Mm -hmm. 
But the fact that no label sells itself to the press and to Washington D.C. people and to and to donors all across the country, small donors especially, we're just centrists. We're moderates. We want people to get along and work together. We, we, just, we want to have bipartisan civility once again. Oh, you're going to support the noted centrist Ron DeSantis, the most anti-LGBT governor in this in the United States of America, a, a governor who has spent months. Months pissing on Walt Disney Company for imaginary horseshit, while he will not condemn the growing tidal wave of Nazis, white supremacists, Klansmen, etc., who are marching publicly in the state of Florida every day now, who are out in the open every day now. A guy who has been so petty and vindictive and turned the power of government so many times against his political opponents that it astounds the mind. A guy who has forced members of his administration to raise money for the campaign. Get that? Listen to that again. Of government officials are being forced to raise money for Ron DeSantis's campaign for president. The corruption, the venality, the extremism—that's no labels in a nutshell. They don't care. They are a Republican super PAC. Nancy Jacobson is a Republican activist and operative. They're going to try to elect Donald Trump, and if, fails, if that fails, they'll elect Ron DeSantis. They don't care. They, they peeled back the layers today. You saw behind the curtain, and it is ugly. Mm -hmm. I'll have more to say about this, Tara, as you can yes. imagine. No, and, well, it's important because No Labels has a lot of influence, and a lot of people yes. were, you know, they, 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 they're very well funded. And this idea of a third-party run, they're, they're preying on the the appetite in this country for a third party because they're pissed off at both Democrats and Republicans. Right. So people, it sounds great, except that in practice, it's not practical right now, the way our, our election system is structured. A third party will never, never work in the near future. A lot of things structurally have to change for that. And given who they're supporting behind the scenes, to your point, what you just laid, laid out, it helps Donald Trump and other extremists yep. like Ron DeSantis. It helps right. the Republicans. If it's, if it's Ron DeSantis and your argument is that Joe Biden is an extremist and Ron DeSantis isn't, right. that is the most mendacious, psychotic, bizarre assertion I think you could possibly make. And, and this is really comes down to the fact that Nancy Jacobson and Mark Penn, her husband, run no labels. It's a cash cow for them. They make... A lot of money. They make enough money, by the way, so that they have a tunnel under their house to the house across the street from them that holds their collect million dollars of art. That's how much money they make. Yeah. And, and these people, these people are willing to burn down an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. So many rats, Donald. They're everywhere. So many people turning on you after all you've done for them stabbed you in the back. So many people lying to your face and making deals with Jack Smith. Everyone. Benny Willis, Alvin Bragg. Using you. You made them all so much money. So generous. Made their careers. You gave them their dreams. Now they're after you. They took yours. Cooperating with Jack Smith. They never cared. It's hard to know who to trust. Snitches. They're all watching. You can't trust anyone. Listening. Even your Recording you. Everything you say. Spying on you. Everywhere you go. It's bad, Donald. All the time. It's just you. Betraying you. And the rats. Horrible jump ship. So, 
Charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. So many rats, Donald. They're everywhere. So many people turning on me. I did everything right and they indicted 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 Put a me. Sick back to I that. did everything right and they indicted me. It seems calm right now. Um, and and I and I and I want to say something. I want to salute the MAGA people that are there not acting like terrorists. God bless you. You're exercising your First Amendment rights. Go to town. Enjoy. But the minute it goes into violence, as we've seen it proven a couple times now, that the MAGAs will slip into violence pretty quickly. Um, you know, that's when it goes too far. But for right now, today seems peaceful. Um, I don't think today's, though, is the vital moment, really. I think when Trump is sentenced in this trial is the vital moment. And that, I think, is a moment where there's extraordinary danger for the country. Look, uh, I, I think that people are under undervaluing uh, both the fact that Trump really heavily loaded up the federal bench in the Miami and the Southern District uh, of Florida. I think they're undercounting also that it's going to be very, very, very hard to get a good jury down there that's going to be objective about this. That is a very red part of the country. That is a very passionately pro-Trump part of the country. And and folks that don't realize that um, are setting themselves up for disappointment come the, the, the penalty phase of this trial. Look, I, I mean, the ones that are handling it right have no chance of winning. The ones that have a chance of winning aren't handling it right. Chris Christie has no chance of winning, but he's doing the right thing by speaking out. Ron DeSantis has a chance of winning, but he's doing the wrong thing by being completely silent and complicit. So, you know, the, 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 the lower tier candidates on the, in the field, a couple of them have now put a toe in the water, uh, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, uh, Chris Christie, to say, listen, this is, this is clearly concerning and wrong. We've got to be careful of this. Um, but the ones who are more prominent, like DeSantis, are continuing to, at best, play uh, quiet defense for Trump. It seems calm right now. Um, and, and I, and I, so I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. If Donald Trump is convicted of a crime and you're elected president, would you pardon him? Well, I, I don't want to speak about hypotheticals. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Those are pictures of newspapers and of, of personal pictures of the president. That's not classified material right there. I think it there is looks so bad. Yeah, there's you evidence that the president, uh, when he was president, now former president, actually declassified these documents before he took them? I go on the president's word and he said he did. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. This is an insurrection. If you want to get to President Trump, you're going to have to go through me, and you're going to have to go through 75 million Americans just like me. He is immunized against any indictment because of the Durham report. Hillary Clinton set up an illegal private server in her basement. To conduct government business, and when an Senator. investigation is had about your activity. No, let me finish. But you this didn't answer the question. That was ridiculous. Well, yeah, I, I'm trying to answer the question from a Republican point of view. If he has to take his solemn oath in a prison cell, the next thing he will do 
is part him self. This will be obliteration, perhaps obliteration of the entire world. I will prevent it. That is why I introduced the Save Our Gas Stoves Act. I'm going to take my gas stove away. I love my gas stove. This isn't that, the, the, the moment to start lecturing people uh, about, about the science of uh, climate change. Everybody's being murdered and beat up and mugged. We're not going to let it happen. Thank you very much, everybody. It's a great honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you. That, well, that's a part of it. Trump has a, a long has a long ability to command the attention of the uh, of the media space completely, and these lesser known candidates are never going to get the coverage, the, the 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 exposure, the clarity of who they are, what they believe. Um, as long as Donald Trump is the center of the media universe, he's a he's a singularity in which all things flow media attention wise. Now, the other part of this is, of course. That you know, Trump actually enjoys this. He likes to be the center of attention. He likes to be the guy on the spotlight. He likes to be, you know, he's a believer in the old, you know, all PR is good PR, no matter how bad the PR looks. Even in an indictment like this, he's got the luck of the devil. He thinks he'll get out of it somehow or another, and he might. In South Florida, if the jury pool there is is very very pro Trump, this is not a done deal by any stretch of the imagination, no matter how consequential and serious the charges in the indictment are. That, well, that's a part of it. Trump has a, a long has a long ability to command the attention of the uh, of the media space completely, and these lesser known candidates are never. Oops. That, if this indictment is true, if what it says is actually the case, President Trump was incredibly reckless with our national security. This puts all of our military men and women in danger. When you look at a pardon, the issue is less about guilt and more about what's good for the country. And I think it would be terrible for the country to have a former president in prison for years because of a documents case. So I would be inclined in favor of a pardon. Why not just let him sit in prison, rot in prison? I think it's really interesting. If this indictment is true, if what it says... ...security, this puts all of our military men and women in danger. When you look at a pardon, the issue is less about... I think it's really interesting. I think it's good for the country that we did not see, you know, kind of the kind of chaos that was being asked for and requested on social media earlier this week, where, you know, we you, you heard members of Congress saying, you know, it's a war now, or, you know, guard the bridges. And, you know, I, I think that everyone was understandably on edge with all of the talk about the potential violence, especially after what happened on 1-6, where we saw Trump bring in a mob of people to do, you know, to cause harm. Um, so I think it's a very, very good thing that we didn't have that today, or at least haven't had that yet today. Absolutely not. In fact, this morning, Nikki Haley was on radio saying that she would lean toward a pardon if she were, if she were elected president. The calculus on this has not changed at all. What you have here is you have a man who is the front runner in the Republican Party. His people, his base, is not going anywhere. 
they have been with him from the beginning. They remain with him, and they are the largest chunk of the Republican voting base. So I, what I think is this for his for his presidential run, for the politics of his presidential run, I don't think it, it matters. I think that his people get fired up by this kind of thing. I think that, you know, he's going to probably use this for fundraising. I mean, tonight he has something at Bedminster, and there's a, there's a fundraising plea that is going out with it. So unfortunately, you know, it's, it's a cult, and they are acting culty. They're going to absolutely follow him off the bridge on this one. I think it's really interesting. I think it's good for the country that we did not see, you know, kind of the kind of chaos that was being asked for and requested on social media earlier this week, where, you know, we you, you heard members of Congress saying, you know, it's a war now, or, you know, guard the bridges. And, you know, I, I think that everyone was understandably on edge with all of the talk about the potential violence, especially after what happened on 1-6, where we saw Trump bring in a mob of people to do, you know, to cause harm. Um, so I think it's a very, very good thing that we didn't have that today, or at least haven't had that yet today. Absolutely not. In fact, this morning, Nikki Haley was on radio saying that she would lean toward a pardon if she were, if she were elected president. The calculus on this has not changed at all. What you have here is you have a man who is the front runner in the Republican Party. His people, his base, is not going anywhere. They have been with him from the beginning. They remain with him, and they are the largest chunk of the Republican voting base. So, I, what I think is this for his for his presidential run, for the politics of his presidential run, I don't think it, it matters. I think that his people get fired up by this kind of thing. I think that you know he's going to probably use this for fundraising. I mean, tonight he has something at Bedminster, and there's a there's a fundraising plea that is going out with it. So, unfortunately, you know it's. it's it's a cult, and they are acting culty. They're going to absolutely follow him off the bridge on this one. I think it's really interesting. I think it's good for the country that we did not see, you know, kind of the kind of chaos that was being asked for and requested. Our Republican Party cannot be both loyal to Donald Trump and loyal to the Constitution. They cannot have both ways. So we are in this situation that we we find ourselves rather frequently in American politics, where there are two separate realities. The reality of, the, of most Americans is that Donald Trump is uh, credibly and, and, effect, and effectively accused of committing very serious crimes. The other reality inside the MAGA and Republican Party bubble is that they believe Donald Trump is the innocent victim of an evil conspiracy brought against him by, by shadowy forces inside the, the vast left-wing conspiracy against him. It's an absurdity, of course, but the 30 or so percent of, of Republicans who truly believe that unironically, um, are joined by a much larger percentage of Republicans who will defend Trump to the very last and, and will never break as long as it would require them to depart from the party orthodoxy of, of, of support of Trump. There is a tribalism inside the Republican Party that came to believe that Donald Trump was the avatar of all their grievances and all their imaginary oppressions, um, and, they, and they look at him as someone who allows them to be the worst iteration of themselves. And so Trump is liberating to people who don't want to behave in a way that's not, who don't want to be constrained by the things of a modern society, like, I don't know, not being flaming racist or anti-immigrant or anti-Muslim or any of the other things that, that have become a really definitional part of the Republican Party. They, they live in this world of imaginary conspiracies and, 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 and 
this closet of demons that they they've trot out for their base from time to time scares the hell out of people in the Republican base, and they stay on the they stay on side, they stay on the reservation, they stay tightly constrained to a president that that a, a good number of them know is a criminal, but that nonetheless they will stick with him until the until as they say in America the last dog dies. Well, we're in this situation that we we find ourselves rather frequently in American politics, where there are two separate realities. The reality of, the, of most Americans is that Donald Trump is uh, credibly and, and, effect, and effectively accused of committing very serious crimes. The other reality inside the MAGA and Republican Party bubble is that they believe Donald Trump is the innocent victim of an evil conspiracy brought against him by, by shadowy forces inside the, the vast left-wing conspiracy against him. It's an absurdity, of course, but the 30 or so percent of, of Republicans who truly believe that unironically, um, are joined by a much larger percentage of Republicans who will defend Trump to the very last and, and will never break as long as it would require them to depart from the party orthodoxy of, of, of support of Trump. There is a tribalism inside the Republican Party that came to believe that Donald Trump was the avatar of all their grievances and all their imaginary oppressions, um, and, they, and they look at him as someone who allows them to be the worst iteration of themselves. And so Trump is liberating to people who don't want to behave in a way that's not, who don't want to be constrained by the things of a modern society, like, I don't know, not being flaming racist or anti-immigrant or anti-Muslim or any of the other things that, that have become a really definitional part of the Republican Party. They, they live in this world of imaginary conspiracies and, 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 and this closet of demons that they, that they trot out for their base from time to time scares the hell out of people in the Republican base. And they stay on the, they stay on side. They stay on the reservation. They stay tightly constrained to a president that that a, a good number of them know is a criminal, but that nonetheless they will stick with him until the until as they say in America the last dog dies. Well, we're in this situation that we we find ourselves rather frequently in American politics, where there are two separate realities. The reality of, the, of most Americans is that Donald Trump is uh, credibly and and, effect, and effectively accused of committing very serious crimes. The other reality inside the MAGA and Republican Party bubble is that they believe Donald Trump is the innocent victim of an evil conspiracy brought against him by, by shadowy forces inside the, the vast left-wing conspiracy against him. It's an absurdity, of course, but the 30 or so percent of, of Republicans who truly believe that, unironically, um, are joined by a much larger percentage of Republicans who will defend Trump to the very last and, and will never break as long as it because in the end they're not coming after me they're coming after you and i'm just standing in their way here i am i'm standing in their way and i always will be because in the end they're not Here's coming the after state. me they're coming after you and i'm just standing in their way here i am i'm standing in their way and i hope one would think, but one would have thought that after, you know, November 2020 or after January 6th of 2021 or any of the other 72 times that he crossed the line that no one ever thought an American president or leader. Because in the end, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I
standing in their way. Here I am. I'm standing in their way, and I always will be.
communists win, destroy America, or we destroy the communists. No matter how many scams he pulls, laws he breaks, our lives he ruins, Donald Trump will still be the GOP 2024 front runner. Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, shortly... Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, shortly after I win the presidency, I will have the horrible war between Russia and Ukraine settled, and we'll do it quickly. We'll do it quickly. Know them both very well. We'll get it done fast. Would have never happened if I was president, by the way. All those people that are dead. Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, shortly after I win the presidency, I will have the horrible war between Russia and Ukraine settled, and we'll do it quick. Well, what the, what the folks like, like... He'll give Ukraine to Russia. Ukraine to Russia. Fucking A. Kerry Lake and Clay Higgins and the rest haven't seen yet out of the January 6 convictions. Is anybody in the ringleader status going to jail? Maybe Stuart Rhodes, you could count in that category. But they haven't seen, and they've seen foot soldiers going to jail. And they're more than willing to have lower tier people engage in stochastic violence against the country to protect Donald Trump. They're, they're more than willing to throw any number of foot soldiers um, under the wheels in order to in order to, to achieve their political ends because right now you've got people like josh hawley again and and clay higgins all these people that are hinting and nudging and nodding and winking at violent action to protect donald trump and they know so far roger stone isn't in jail steve bannon isn't in jail alex jones isn't in jail the rest of the people that were in the willard in the war room during january they're not in jail and so those people at the top feel like they're protected and immune they're also gambling very, I think it's not the worst gamble in the world that if they get Donald Trump elected again, all will be forgiven, everyone will be pardoned, and everyone will go on their merry way. Look, if, if Donald Trump is elected again, every January 6th person, I promise you, will be out of jail in a hot minute. He will free them all. 
Well, what the what the folks like like Lauren Boebert and Carrie Lake and Clay Higgins and the rest haven't seen yet out of the January six convictions is anybody in the ringleader status going to jail? Maybe Stuart Rhodes you could count in that category, but they haven't seen and they've seen foot soldiers going to jail, and they're more than willing to have lower tier people engage in stochastic violence against the country to protect Donald Trump. They're they're more than willing to throw any number of foot soldiers um, under the wheels. In order to in order to, to achieve their political ends, because right now you've got people like Josh Hawley again and and Clay Higgins, all these people that are hinting and nudging and nodding and winking at violent action to protect Donald Trump, and they know so far Roger Stone isn't in jail, Steve Bannon isn't in jail, all Alex the Congress members the are the people that were in not the in jail in the war room during January, so they're not in jail, and so those people at the top feel like they're protected and immune. They're also gambling, very. I think it's not the worst gamble in the world that if they get Donald Trump elected again, all will be forgiven, everyone will be pardoned, and everyone will go on their merry way. Look, if, if Donald Trump is elected again, every January 6th person, I promise you, will be out of jail in a hot minute. He will free them all. Well, what, they, what the folks like, like Lauren Boebert and Carrie Lake and Clay Higgins and the rest haven't seen yet out of the January 6th convictions is anybody in the ringleader status going to jail. Maybe yeah, Stuart Rhodes about- can count in that category. But they haven't seen foot soldiers going If Alex Jones isn't in jail, the rest of the people that were in the Willard, in the war room during January, they're not in jail. And so those people at the top feel like they're protected and immune. They're also gambling. Very, I think it's not the worst gamble in the world that if they get Donald Trump elected again. Donald Trump indicted again, this time for violating the Espionage Act, one of the worst crimes imaginable. But he joins a select list of Americans also indicted for this crime. Robert Hansen, Aldrich James, Anna Montez, John Walker, Ronald William Pelton, all indicted for violating the Espionage Act with the prison terms that traitors and spies against America deserve. And what will Trump get? The men and women running against him for president will defend him, praise him, make excuses. They'll lie about the prosecution and make up stories about the deep state to rile up the MAGA base. There's no excuse for espionage. No defense for stealing America's secrets or sharing them with anyone, ever. Trump did this to himself. He took the documents, he shared them, and conspired to cover it up. Patriots know people who commit this crime belong in prison, not the White House. Anna Montez, John Walker, Ronald William Pelton, all indicted for violating the Espionage Act with the prison terms that traitors and spies against America deserve. And what will Trump get? The men and women run... And right down on the sidewalk, everybody's being murdered and beat up and mugged. We're not going to let it happen. Thank you very much, everybody. It's a great honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you. 
Because in the end, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you, and I'm just standing. That's what I was afraid of. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And now, for the first time, we are learning the details of the charges that were brought against the former president, all related to his handling of classified documents after leaving office. Yeah, hang in. Because in the end, they're not coming after me. They're coming after Standing in their way, and I always will be. That's what I was afraid of. For the first time, we are. Washington can be a bubble, but it really shouldn't be a bubble. I mean, of all the cities in in the world or in the country, anyway, it sort of feels like Washington ha has like the most potential to represent the rest of the country because people do come here from everywhere. And yet, for whatever reason, when people get here, it's almost like they lose track of where they came from sometimes. And I think that can happen because the way that you can be successful here is to kind of follow in the footsteps of other people to attach yourself to people who are already influential or powerful. And if you're following their lead instead of following your gut or instead of following, you know, the lessons you learn from back home, you kind of become a reflection of Washington more than a reflection of the rest of the country. Washington. You know, uh, watching your, your opening segment and reliving all of that rank hypocrisy from, from Chris Christie and Pence is just so infuriating to watch. Yep. I cannot believe so we, we are it. back here. I, I'm thank you for doing that because people need to be reminded of of the absolute hypocrisy and the unserious nature of of Chris Christie and Mike Pence. You know, there is no lane for either one of them. Running for the the nomination now at this point is a fool's errand for both of them. Mike Pence, for goodness sakes, is is losing to Donald Trump in the Republican primary with evangelicals who are his, supposedly his, constitu his constituency. He's losing 59% to 6% right now, according to Fox News, at the end of last month. He has so no path whatsoever. Chris Christie will come in as simply a someone who will add to the entertainment aspect of this. Yes, it'll be it'll be interesting and entertaining to watch Chris Chris Christie throw haymakers at Donald Trump and you know try to use his personality as being a bully and being a Jersey guy. But he is le polling less than one percent. He's another one. He's simply also, there to just be there as an entertainment aspect of it, not as a serious person competing for the for the nomination at this point, because he's 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 reviled by the Trump people and the the anti-Trump people, the never Trump folks. They don't trust him either because of his decided to be you know his decision also, to become someone who's you know just used political ambition using that as opposed to being an honest person and just using this as a way to, you know, to, to push his own agenda. You know, uh, watching your, your opening segment and reliving all of that rank hypocrisy from, from Chris Christie and Mike Pence. Nancy Mace 
South Carolina. Other coincidences in politics, and that's this was done on purpose on the same day that we got access to information that corroborated corruption in the Biden family. It sure does feel like this is the executive branch trying to take out the president's number one opponent uh, in the Republican primary for the presidency. And if you look at the documents that President Biden had in his possession in his garage and then uh, Hillary Clinton having a server in her bathroom at her home with classified information on private emails.